When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Paul, let me ask you this from your perspective. We can get into, I don't even want to get into the idiotic takes on Twitter. Look, Daniel Jones had a had a bad game for him. He had a bad game. There's no denying it. Good quarterbacks have had bad games before in the postseason. It's a game that I am sure he will learn from, and there'll be plenty of time to talk about contract and what he gets paid or whatever. But in your eyes, down on that field, what went wrong for Daniel Jones last night? Was it finally the receivers not getting enough separation and open versus these great corners? Was it a matter of the O-line just not winning up front and then we're kind of seeing the Daniel Jones of the last couple of years? Or was Daniel Jones himself just a deer in headlights last night? And you're, and you're you know, studying football for that long. What went wrong with Daniel Jones last night? You know, I, I thought it was really a combination of things, as it often is in a situation like this. Uh, Giants were manhandled up front. There's no question about that. They did not win the trenches, and that was at the core of everything that we had discussed. So that went bad. You mentioned how uh, Reddick and, and and the other guys on that Eagles line had Sweat. their way. Right, yeah. Well, look at this. Right away, right out of the get-go, they were the ones who set the tone, Sean. The, the Giants were supposed to stand up to the bullies and not let them beat them up. And the Giants' first series – Third and three, they get a sack because there was too much pressure in the pocket. Now, Jones tripped over the ankle of Andrew Thomas, but the pressure was – they were like sharks in the water, the yeah. Eagles. And, and, you know, and then on the, the fourth down, the Giants go for the fourth and eight. Now, see, that was Dable, and I know a lot of people are upset about it, but that was Dable perhaps sensing right there that if we show the Eagles respect, It may not go well. Maybe I need to throw a haymaker, just a big whopping left cross to try to wake up my team and and to show the Eagles we will not let them push us around. We will not respect them. And it backfired because, uh, you know, they got the sack. You know, and Paul, I got to be honest, too. I can't kill Dable for that. I can't kill. First of all. First of all, if you're a Giant fan today waking up, a lot of things went wrong. And if you think that going forward on fourth and eight is what turned the game, and maybe it did to a certain extent by not getting it. Well, I mean, you had to have loved the aggressive approach by Dable all year. Heck, part of the reason they're in this game is because Brian Dable's been aggressive throughout the year. I mean, think about it. They're basically a win away from not making the playoffs this year, or at least being right on that cusp in week 18. You know, the aggressiveness in week one is what started the whole trend. And, and... Let's be honest. Let's be honest. We talk about special teams on this podcast more than most giant, you know, anybody wants to talk giants do. Does anybody remember a time this year where Jamie Gillen was pinning anybody between the 10 and the end zone of the five? Do we remember a lot of coffin corners from Jamie Gillen of the punt team this year? He doesn't do that. It's not part of his repertoire. That's That's a pitch he doesn't have. Paul, so that's the point. So if you punt there, 
you're probably, let's be honest, you're assuming it's going to be a touchback. If Gillen Booms won, it is going to be a touchback. You're talking about what amounts to a net of 20, 25 yards, which the Eagles could have picked up in about two plays. So to go for it there, trust your offense a little bit. If you if you get it, then it's a, a, a haymaker back to the Eagles, like you said, where it's, whoa, whoa, okay, you know, Giants came to play tonight. I did not have a problem going for it. Of course, every coach is going to look like an idiot if it fails. It failed, but I didn't mind the attempt. I would also tell you that from watching uh, the pregame kickers on the field, it was clear to me that both kickers' outside chance was going to be a 55-yarder. As it turned out, Dable said afterwards that their line of delineation was the 35-yard line, which is a 52-53 yard kick. In this particular case, they were fourth down at the 40. So that means it's a 57 or 58-yarder. And that definitely was not going to work. You could tell during pregame warmups, these kickers did not have that, quote, booming range that they normally would have. Now, and obviously, Paul, going forward, and again, we'll have plenty of offseason stuff to get to. Look, the Giants are going to have to be able to hit quarterbacks more, hit guys like Jalen Hurts more. They're going to have, they're going to see him twice a year. Uh, you know, whether that means just simply Thibodeau and Ojolari healthier and better, um, they, they'll get there, and, and I think they'll be okay. Offensively, Paul, I, I think the one question mark I have for the team is I kept waiting all year long to feel like I was going to see more consistent development in Evan Neal. And I thought Evan Neal was a killer last night. And if I had one cause for concern going forward of any of the guys that we know will be here next year, it's, man, I hope that Evan Neal takes that step forward. Because even by the end of his rookie year, Andrew Thomas had taken steps. Now, he couldn't shed the public you know, flogging he got for the first half of his, his year, but he came together that second half of the rookie year. Felt like we still last night, still having the same questions about Evan Neal. By the time the season was over, Neil had been dealing with a chronic knee injury, a shoulder injury, an ankle injury. He was a shell of himself, uh, been beaten up significantly through his rookie season. I'm not going to use that as an excuse because obviously as the season went on, he was picking up different things, you know, as a quote, one-year veteran. They always say rookies aren't rookies by the time they get to December. But I think between him hitting the rookie wall and having to battle through a number of things while he was trying to learn on the fly, I think it, it turned into a disappointing second half for him. But I'm not doubting what he has inside. I think from what I from what I can tell, and I've talked to him many, many times, in fact, talked to him for the pregame show this past week, uh, he is a kid who understands what he needs to learn and is very willing to do it. And it, let's face it, technique-wise – That's what he's got to clean up. This isn't a matter of want to. This isn't a matter of not physically being able to. It's a matter of just being able to learn all the techniques to play at a high level in this league. Now, Paul, obviously this is – I'm going to ask this knowing that you know nothing. You know nothing, Jon Snow. You know nothing. I'm just going based on your opinion watching this team – being around this team, do you think, because you know the fans are out for pitchforks, whether it's Daniel Jones, Saquon Barkley, insert whatever name you hear, do you think that there are some guys on this team last night who perhaps either did or should be looked at a little differently than they were heading into the game as far as what to do with them in the offseason? No, uh, in terms of your core players, no. Yeah, like like Jones no. is the obvious one. Do you think last night that bad performance makes the giant front office go, oh, hold on here? No, no, I, I, do, I do not. I agree. I agree with you. I, I, I completely do not. agree with you. 
And you and you mentioned Barkley got so few touches anyway. Yeah. How could how could anybody put a stain on on a season that he had based on last night? How could how could you do that? I agree with you. And I'll just say this because I've already seen I've been basically waving the Daniel Jones pom poms of defense because I couldn't believe. Now look, I guess I should believe because you know Twitter is basically a cesspool of these people. Um. <laughs> If you're just pointing at 15 touchdown passes and that's why you oh, well, look, the guy only threw 15 touchdown passes. First of all, he didn't play the last game. So if you want to count the Viking game at 17, second of all, he ran seven in. Should he start sliding at the one when he's going in for a touchdown to throw more for you? Count the total touchdowns. Um, Daniel Jones had a bad game yesterday as the whole team did. Outside of Patrick Mahomes and Tom Brady early in their career. What good quarterback hasn't had bad playoff clunkers? Jeez, Hurts did a year ago. Look at him this year. I mentioned on Twitter, Peyton Manning at the 41-0 loss to the Jets. Eli Manning getting shut out versus the Carolina Panthers. I know it's a weird mindset to put us in because Jones is in year four, but it's almost as if, and I look at the whole team across the board, same thing goes with Dexter Lawrence. View all these guys the same way. You almost have to throw out those last two years with, with Judge Garrett Kitchens because everything was just so horrible for these guys. Right. It felt like to me this was truly Daniel Jones's second year as you could erase that from his memory. These young quarterbacks, man, they all have these playoff clunkers. It's part of the deal. They get better. They learn from them. To suddenly dismiss what Jones did a week ago and say, well, it was the Vikings. Oh, it was still a road playoff game versus a team that won 13 games. They faced a much better roster yesterday. And you know what? It's a learning experience. I'm not ready to dump Jones out and forget all the good he built up. And oh, by the way, are we to assume that this was it, that he's not going to continue to get better with Brian Dable? Right, exactly. The The line should continue to improve. Uh, I expect Barkley to be back. You know, these were things that, that didn't help him last night. You know, this this was a throwback game, all right? they They've had – forget about the, the second half, okay? The first half is where this game was decided. When it was 28 nothing, right? We right, knew. Right. It was it was one of the worst halves the Giants had this year. They had a similar half in Dallas. You remember the first game against the Cowboys? Of course. Yeah. You you'll remember the first game against the Eagles, right? Yeah. And you remember the one half they put together against the Lions, which we know that day flu was running through the entire team and and guys were literally had stomach issues throughout the whole four quarters. Right. So let's let's even kind of push that a little bit to the side. So they they had a small uh, a sampling size of these dreadful halves where everything went wrong. Everything went wrong. So I'm not going to look at this and say, well, Daniel Jones is Kirk Cousins. He's a fantasy football quarterback who's great during the regular season and then chokes during the playoffs. No, you can't do that because this was not an isolated instance. The Giants as a team, unfortunately, did have uh, you know, these types of halves during the course of the season. The bad news is two of them were against playoff teams within their own division, which really goes back to the question you asked before about – what do you do in terms of moving forward here? And 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 what do you see as being the stuff that that's still got to get better? Well, you got to get better in your division. And the Giants clearly will know that as step two of this foundation continues to be built. 